Hey there, I'm Emlyn Miles Mattingly, your host for the Minority Money Podcast. I'm glad you're here. You know why? Because this is the place you can come to get your weekly finance, family, and fitness motivation, not only to experience success in those areas for yourself, but also to help others in our community achieve greatness too. Super happy that you're on the show with me. So let's jump right in. Welcome back to the Minority Money Podcast. I am your host, Emlyn Miles Mattingly, where we are changing the complexion of wealth. And today we're going to be talking about financial anxiety, what it is, how to cope with it, where it comes from, and how you can get through it. So I wanted to just jump in and give you an episode today. I've been running into a lot of people talking about this and just seeing stuff on the internet and talking to my clients about it. And I think that financial anxiety is something that we all can fall victim to different times in our life for different reasons. But let's just talk about what it is first. And we'll start right there. Financial anxiety is an obsessive fear of things related to money that can be debilitating. Financial anxiety is triggered by a number of things, not just lacking money. So it's an obsessive fear about things related to money. So when you're thinking about everything that makes up your financial situation or your money situation, it can be a little scary. And anxiety is one of the words that comes to mind a lot when we think about this. And if you found yourself worrying about money a lot lately, you definitely have company. You're not the only one that's going through this. There's a lot of people that are going through this. The American Psychological Association performed a test in 2022, and it said 87% of people responded and listed inflation as a source of significant stress. And we're saying that's significant stress. The researchers also went on to find out that people had not had this much stress since 2007. And we all know what happened in 2007, 2008. People are having growing concerns about finances. And it's one of those things that you always have in your mind. And I think that with the inflation, with ending the pandemic or going through the pandemic, and then also, I'd say a lot of stuff just going on last year with the market. So I think that those things can make life difficult for you. And if you spend some time in your own head, like a lot of us do, thinking about all the bad things that can happen, financially speaking, and everything else that you don't have control over, you can find yourself really, really struggling with this money anxiety or financial anxiety. What happens there is, what are the signs of anxiety? How do you know that you're feeling anxious or how do you know that you are in a place where you're physically starting to show signs of anxiety. And this is related to money. So some of the things that you'll see is if you're having those back aches and pains, upset stomach. If you look at your bank account or you look at your retirement account, you get an upset stomach or you start getting pains in your body. Another thing is if you're avoiding looking at your bills, like just consider just not even looking at them. Like you're like, you know what? I don't want to look at what's going on. I just want to avoid everything that has to do with this. That's something else that you can probably think money anxiety about. Analysis paralysis. Now, this is something that happens to me even when I'm not anxious about money, but the analysis paralysis where even minor decisions like what sponge you're going to pick up at the store, like what dish soap you're going to buy or whatnot begins to bring you anxiety and you can't even make those decisions. Life is about balance. You hear this all the time, but most people don't think about it. And then I say rigidity. When you're really rigid about this budget, right? We say the budget word on here a lot. We've said it several times talking about how to help yourself and budgeting is one of them. But one of the things I'll say is this, your budget doesn't have to be down to the penny. I mean, I'm not talking about every dollar, you know exactly where it's went, like 47 cents in your account is missing. And now you're just going to go crazy because you can't find out what happened to that money. 
maybe you're a little too rigid. Maybe you dial that back a little bit, right? And if you're having trouble sleeping, because this is something like you might lay awake at night thinking about things, thinking about expenses, thinking about things that you can't control at this point. And that also can lead to some anxiety. Where does it come from? A lot of times financial anxiety stems from uncertainty of what the future holds. It's not a fear of having resources available to meet your needs or challenges that you face that lie ahead. It's more likely you feel stressed and anxious about money if you have, if you've done any of these things in the past. And a lot of times, if you have poverty in your past or you've had times where you've had to go out without food or housing or anything like that, then these will develop into traumas for you. So those things are very serious and understand that we're not saying that if you have had these things happen, we're making light of them. We're just saying that if you've had these things happen, how do we get through it? And so a history of being deprived from things or having a low or unsteady income. I think that this one, you hear a lot of it, people being laid off, especially right now, a lot of people being laid off in different industries. And so those things can bring anxiety. Like when you don't know what you're going to do or your paycheck has been cut because your hours have been cut at work or you're retired now and you're not able to work overtime like you used to do. And that overtime has really been able to help you make it through. I understand that. And those are just things that can happen. But what I would say is another thing is rising expenses. We know that inflation was very high in 2022, and it was a cause of major, major stressors. Household expenses going up. Even now, we have this thing with the egg prices going way up. We know that oil prices have gone up. So the price of natural gas has gone up. So normal things like, you know, having breakfast and having a warm house can cost you more than what they used to. And so these are just things that other things, debt. Now, debt is kind of unique expense because unlike purchases, you really have a choice if you're expected to pay it. You have to make these payments on this debt. And so that can be something that's loitering over your head. And people have done some crazy things because of this. But what I will say here on this debt situation uh, specifically is that right now there's been a lot of lenders, a lot of credit card companies that are coming out and saying that they have lower rates. They're doing introductory rates on 0% balance transfers and things of that nature. And and I'm always leery about the balance transfers or about debt consolidation loans, because if you get into something like that and you don't have a plan, then you will find yourself doing the same thing again. So make sure that you manage that debt accordingly. Okay. And because it's one of those things that I think that not only that, with the possibility of having some debt refinanced, if you can get that 0% credit card, or if you can do a consolidation loan, those are two things that can really help you out. But the other thing is understanding your cash flow. So that's going to help too. Sometimes you can't do anything about the cash flow because you just don't have it, but really have an understanding of your debt. And then the last thing, I think one of the things that you can always do is if you've had a credit card, a lot of credit cards have this feature. And I want to throw this out there for someone that may need it. So listen close on this one. So if you have a credit card and you're not able to make the payment, you can typically call the credit card company and see, because sometimes on the credit card, you can pay for a feature that will allow you to actually skip a payment in the event that you've lost your job or lost some type of income. So you just need to call your credit card company and say, hey, do I have something that can help me in a time of financial bind? Do I have a way to skip a payment? Do I have a way to do something like that? And that's always a great way to do it. So how can this money anxiety affect you? We want to talk about that as well. So family conflict, we know that one of the leading causes for divorce is always going to be is finances. And oftentimes when you're not able to talk to your partner about money, it can bring unneeded 
additional tension into a relationship. So that's one thing that we want to make sure that you're having those conversations with you and conflict between you and your partner can be not necessarily avoided because I think sometimes you're just going to have to have those good conversations and understand that there's a difference between conflict and a conversation. So I think having a healthy conversation would be great. The other thing is having sleep deprivation. Now, if money anxiety is affecting you in a way where you're not able to sleep, these are some things that can happen over time when you don't get the restful sleep that you need. Like if you're running into other health issues like heart disease or high blood pressure, diabetes, worsening the anxiety. And then anxiety can always turn into depression. So it's one of those things that you really want to try to get a hold of because I think that when you think about how anxiety is going to impact your body, I think that is something that you have to really take account to and staying away from certain things. Substance abuse has been one of the things that's popped up too. I won't spend much time talking about that, but I know that's something that people tend to do when they are really, really stressed out. So what I'll say is how do you handle this? Okay. So you're sitting there and you're thinking, okay, Emily, yeah, some of these things that you've talked about, I've experienced, whether you've had a dramatic, significant change in your income, whether you've had your retirement accounts or your investment accounts impacted by the market, whether family size and things like that, like grocery shopping is, is, is a place of anxiety now, right? And so all of these things can come in, but what are some things that you can do to combat this or to make it a little less uncomfortable? And one of them is how you handle it, blowing off steam. It's hard to accurately calculate income and expenses when your mind is racing a mile a minute. If you feel like it's tough to focus, try taking a break, ground yourself, take some time to ground yourself, improve your mood, improve your focus. How do you do that? Take a walk. I don't know about you, but taking a walk will just get your mind away from it. Unplug a little bit, walk around your neighborhood, go to a trail, take the kids outside, do something just to get your mind off of the current situation. For me, one of the things that I like to do is listen to music. Listening to music really just kind of takes me to another place. I know there's everyone, if you do appreciate listening to music, then you're going to totally feel this. Like if you just take some time and just put on one of your songs, whether it's a happy song, whether it's a song that makes you think more, or whether it's just something that just helps you, but listening to music. And then another thing that we do is we try the breathing exercises. When we're looking at breathing exercises, I think that this is something that I have recently tried. And just, I mean, I'm not doing breathing exercises for a long time, but maybe a minute, maybe two minutes where we actually just take a minute of deep, slow breaths and just kind of really ground yourself, get back to where you were at. And the last one is try short meditation. I think the short meditation is definitely something that can really bring grounding, really bring some mental clarity, really bring some understanding and understanding about yourself. And I think that that's the deep inner work that you would want to do. So let's go through those first four. We'd say take a walk, just get out, listen to some music, do some breathing exercises. And like I said, don't sleep on the breathing exercises. I think that's something that you can really get a lot of value from and as well as meditation. Now, after we've done this, making a budget can help you plan where your money will go each month instead of crossing your fingers and hoping that you don't accidentally spend too much money on the groceries. You can set a firm limit and stay under while you shop. And so planning is the most effective strategy to reduce money-related stress. I'll say it again. Planning is the most effective strategy to help reduce money-related stress. Always make sure you read the fine print in what you're doing. You always want to know what's going on. And then the last thing, and this is where I think a lot of people think about this and they don't take the step, but getting professional help. I'll say it again, getting professional help. When you think about different things, right? You think about 
your car, you have your vehicle, right? If you are not in a mechanic, you have no problems taking your vehicle to a mechanic. This thing takes you from point A to point B, gets you all over the place, probably provides transportation for you and your family. And when something is wrong with it, you take it to the mechanic. Same thing with your body. Something's going on. If you've had any of these things that we're talking about, that maybe you did have um, high blood pressure. Maybe you did have some allergies. Maybe you got sick. Maybe you've had COVID and you've had to go get professional help for that. You may have went to the doctor. You may have went to the hospital. You may have seen a nurse. You may have been to a clinic. But you do not feel any type of way about going to those places to receive help. If you've been in a situation where you've had to use an attorney, you don't feel bad because you don't know anything or you don't know as much about law as an attorney does. And in that thing, with that being said, I'll go into this. Get the professional help you need. If you need tax help, then find someone that can help you with taxes. If you need financial help to help you through your anxiety, find a financial advisor. Find someone that can help you through the discussions, through the decisions, and through the anxiety that you're feeling at this point in time. Find someone that can meet you where you are. Find someone that's going to listen to your story and find someone that is actually going to help you. So today, we wanted to talk about those things with financial anxiety, how you can, what it is, what are the signs, where does it come from, how you can get through it, and where you can get the help. We here at Gen Next Wealth are with the Minority Money Podcast. You know, we uh, have a firm called Gen Next Wealth. I am a financial advisor and I work at Gen Next Wealth. And if you are experiencing any of these financial anxieties, please give us a call. You can go to our website. That's GenNextWealth.com. That's GenNextWealth.com. You can schedule an appointment there and there is no cost to an appointment. We just sit down and chat the first time. That's all we do. And just wanted to make sure that you have the help you need. As you know, this is the Minority Money Podcast. I am your host, Emlyn Miles Mattingly. Until next time, where we are changing the complexion of wealth. Another great showdown, but it doesn't have to stop there. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast on whatever podcast app you're listening on now and give it a good rating, would you? If you feel really connected to the podcast, which I hope you do, find our Facebook community, Minority Money VIP, to support and be supported by others just like you. And again, we're glad to have you. While this podcast is meant to inspire and motivate you to live your best life, it can't be your complete one-stop shop. I know, I know, that really sucks. But I don't know anything about your specific situation. So please reach out to an attorney or CPA, or you can reach out to me, a financial planner, to help you with your specific situation. To get a hold of us, please reach us at fan at Minority Money Podcast. That's F-A-N at Minority Money Podcast, so we can get to know you there. Thanks for being here and until next time, 